Elizabeth, real question. Is it better to be dead than go on living in a man's world? I mean, yes. <laughs> it is. I do, I do think that it probably is true <laughs> that I'd rather be dead than living in a man's world in theory. In theory. But here I am living in one <laughs> you are but you know what it takes a lot of chutzpah to drive your convertible off a cliff rather than succumb to the injustice of being a woman <laughs> that's right folks i'm adrian and this is don't ruin this for me and today we are talking about an, an iconic opus to female rage and female friendship thelma and louise spoiler alert elizabeth what'd you think about that ending oh my god the ending <laughs> Okay, so we've been we've been talking because you and I have been very stressed out the last couple of weeks, yeah. right? But I think one of the things that I love about you and I love about this podcast is that we're we're a team, <laughs> right? We're a team. <laughs> we're two ladies who just fucking love each other. Right. And I found the ending really confusing because I thought to myself, I I don't know if I'd do it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to be killed at any point. Okay. And definitely not like in this point. This Ford Thunderbird. <laughs> okay, real question. If our car is driving off the cliff, yes. who's driving? You or me? Oh, definitely you. <laughs> it has to be you. Really? Has, I cannot I cannot partake in any of my own death. I feel like it has to happen <laughs> by someone else's hand. Well, you know what? This makes sense because Gina Davis is clearly the more like 70 person and, you know, Susan Sarandon is like the responsible and she gives her those plaintive eyes and she's like, <laughs> fucking just kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I honestly was like, I don't know if I had to choose between death and prison, I'd probably want to go to prison. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I've said. I said you, to you, I texted you, you've always wanted to be a prison bitch. No, no, you got that. I never said that I wanted to be a prison bitch. This is a, a, like, I'm going to die or I go to prison. Right, those but are the I options. I want to date a prison bitch. Like Rem <laughs> Remember when I got that book for you, Prison Ramen? I love that book. I read it from cover to cover, wait, and you know I don't read. Where were they making, it was just like, Recipes inmates came up with. They just had a lot of ramen. Yeah. So there. You, you, yes. <laughs> I didn't even read it. Adrian. I saw it and I was like, you know who will love this, Elizabeth. <laughs> Tibby, I can't believe you don't know the the no. ins and outs of no, prison I don't. life. I don't. After watching Oz, I didn't watch that shit. You didn't watch Oz? No, that's too dark, no, that's too for, dark me. for you. It's, yeah, yeah, you know I, I don't like that. fucking people being murdered. Yeah. No, they like use things to like uh, hook up to make like their own stoves using like. Tables. In their rooms, yes, like yeah. tables or yeah. these microwaves. Yeah, uh, the book is excellent, and right, there, there's well, I, I recommend everyone who's listening to the podcast. Prison ramen, read it. I don't even know where the hell I got it, but <laughs> people should get it. But anyway, anyway, Thelma and Louise. <laughs> Do we ever go off topic? Adrian? No, no. Well, I mean, listen, prison came up. It, their it's, options were death or prison. That was it. That's true. That's or true. or possibly death and prison. You know, like they get mm -hmm. shot up when they get out of the convertible. Oh yeah, you know, like, so like they, they made it right. So they took death into their own hands. Ugh. All right, we got. Well, we'll, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Anyway, it's in case you don't know, <laughs> Louise stars Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon as two disenchanted Arkansan gals who hit the road for a little fun until things go wildly off the rails, and then they end up on the lam. Oh. And Brad Pitt is there too. <laughs> I know, and you know, honestly, I have to tell you, it's uh, not only was it his breakout role, but I also had this whole moment where I was like, 
not that I ever fight with you about Brad Pitt. Sometimes you do, but yes. yeah. But I think he's super, super hot. But this is the first time where I was like, ah, yeah, I get Adrian's lust for him. Yeah, he he's, was very charismatic. Oh, he's so charismatic, and he's so like a little cute butt, and he's mm-hmm. so young. I mean, that's he was really awful, speaking but. through his teeth a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't love a man hot. in a cowboy hat and he had, like hot. an accent? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Selma and Louise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just like my mouth is starting to water, and I'm like. <laughs> keep talking because next thing you know I'm going to be slobbering all over this mic it's just awful yes you have to yes 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 Thelma and Louise is a movie about the power of miles and friendship Mm -hmm. so we know we knew exactly who to ask to join us today yes we did I'm so psyched about this actually we've talked about having these two people on our podcast before and we just gave them so much shit before the recording (laughs) started we just really gave them a trial by fire I was like I don't know if we gave Julia so much but we definitely gave some to Amanda we'll we'll lean in in yes. during the pod <laughs> um, Julia Teal and Amanda Myers are not only besties but they're the heart and the soul of our bike team Team Tough Mom uh-huh. and who better than to talk about road tripping and friendship with than these two gals who I love and adore in so many ways yes and you know what I'm really excited to chat with you guys and really I'm excited to relive all the times everyone had to pull their bicycles over because I was laying down on the side of the road <laughs> <laughs> you're like is Adrian going to make it but first before we do that we gotta we gotta recap the film and ladies yeah. please feel free mm. to jump in yeah are we gonna yeah. shoot the shit about any kind of pop culture oh shit well that we, we can have? i don't even want. know do you I have anything? anything i mean honestly i've been so depressed the last two weeks <laughs> it well, doesn't really wait, matter tell us why you're depressed well, i'm depressed because uh i rode 104 miles on my bicycle you did. In one day you did um, i mean that's my, not something to be amazing. depressed about. it is in terms of like my body hurts mm-hmm. i'm miserable yeah. i have some uh personal things going on with my family that's yeah. super super sad um, I haven't written my newsletter in two weeks. That makes me like disappointed in myself. In It'll myself. come back. It'll come um, back. And uh, what else? Uh, I 100% will tell you that I'm still very therapeutically living my life through SVU. Mm. <laughs> this week, I got Pam Greer on the show. Oh, what? Oh, that was Pam super. Greer. That was super exciting. Okay. Um, I don't know if I told the the, the audience about when I got Hillary Duff. No, you definitely that was didn't. Hillary Duff, BB Newworth, all on the same oh, I love show. BB yes. What has happened to her? Where's she gone? Oh my god, are you kidding? She was on Julia on HBO Max. Oh, about well, Julia Child. Right. She played the best friend. She was fucking great. <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. another friendship movie. Yeah. Oh well, let's mm-hmm. keep that on our in yeah, our minds. Yeah. What about you? What about me? What? What about, oh, well, I watched all of Selling Sunset, but by the time this comes out, people are going to be like, okay. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. we're real. You guys, we're really behind the scenes. You know what? <laughs> we're going to revisit our pop culture moments. <laughs> we got to at least get on a, a faster schedule of release because otherwise we're like, uh, yeah, so we watched yeah. Game of Thrones. You know? <laughs> have, I, I'm also, have you ever seen the show called The Flintstones? <laughs> I mean, I'm also very into succession as well, obviously. Are you near? You're nearing the end. Yes, in two days on Sunday. Hmm. Oh yeah. my god! How do you feel? I'm ex- I'm very excited. I'll probably start watching it all from the beginning again. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. the rewatch before the finale moment. Yeah. I love yeah. doing that. Yeah. All right. So back anyway, to fuck Thelma it. and Louis. Fuck it. What happened on this movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it opens with Susan Sarandon, Louise, who's a diner waitress, smoking in the back, calling her friend Thelma. Yes. Yeah. And uh, when she's calling her friend, they are discussing whether or not they're going to go up to a cabin for the weekend. Yeah. Road because trip. Because her, her, her boss has uh, has offered the cabin up to all the people who are his friends. Yeah. You know, friends, mm-hmm. Manda. And- <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll never let that down. No. 
No, and stop giving her shit. Okay, wait, w- now I'm a little confused. Thelma is the one who is Gina Davis. Yeah. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jesus so, Christ. I know. You know, I like to go by the celebrity names, which mm. I know is not fair well, to the celebrities. we can, but Thelma and Louise are kind of like No, they're iconic. iconic but it's no, fine right, to say right. Susan, and, Susan yes. Sarandon and Gina Davis, who, by the way, acting stellar in this. This movie so could have been. is actually really good. Really this good. movie would have tanked if Hilary Duff was in it. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. You know, you got to have. Selena Gomez? No. 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 Absolutely not. I totally believe her besties yeah. and they're mm-hmm. both just like serving it you know and I think one of the greatest bestie m- moments is like the very they settle that up right at the beginning they're like uh, Thelma or Louise calls Thelma and Thelma is in the middle of cooking dinner for her husband and trying to get him out the door and he is a piece of shit person yeah, of course his name is Daryl yes he's yelling at everybody and he's being miserable and he's like dismissing um, Thelma and you know Louise is like, did you tell Daryl that we're leaving? And she's like, I, I didn't. Yeah. And, you know, Louise is like, you got to do it. We're like, we're going. We are going. There's no question about she it. She says, geez, Thelma, is he your husband or your father? It's just <laughs> two days so for good. Christ's sake. Well, and listen, not wrong. Yeah. If and any of my friends were dicks about this, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And we're seeing that whole dynamic of like yeah. women working. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. one's a waitress and she's like really busy at her, her job. And then Thelma's really busy doing her thing. And then... Here comes Louise rolling up in a bright blue, like so <laughs> convertible 1966, because I looked it up, um, <laughs> for Thunderbird, and I was like, this is going to be a fucking great trip. <laughs> <laughs> And they bring all this fishing gear, which yes. I think is just priceless. Yes. <laughs> yes. Gina Davis packs the car with everything she's ever owned. She's got a net. She's got a gun. Yeah. She's yes. got fucking everything. She doesn't know how to fish. Doesn't know how to fire a no, gun. No, she doesn't give a shit, but they're shit. going to the mountains. Yeah. And Louise is like, hey, why are you bringing that gun? And, you know, uh, Thelma's like, I don't know, but Daryl always gave it to, you know, gave it yeah. to me, so I'm going to keep like, it with me. She's like, you hold it. And she's like, holding it. Yeah, with her two forefingers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah. then they head off and they're on their, their, the road trip and they're yeah. starting and everything seems okay yeah. until Thelma's like please Louise let's go and go have some fun I mean literally every bad thing happens from Thelma's bad decisions like for the first she's half. so naive yeah she's, she's like let's go to the bar so they go to the bar they're drinking right and immediately a grody dude named Harlan comes up he's hitting on Gina Davis they're line dancing of course yes she's gotten too drunk she goes outside and we have the inciting incident Yes, which is awful. It was very hard. Can for I me. point out though that yeah. I realized that I guess maybe since he didn't have roofies, he used the spin, spin oh, yeah. the drunk lady, yeah, yeah, right. which yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm fucked up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like very nefarious. Yeah. yeah, you know. And at this point, they're definitely establishing that one's a little bit wilder than the other. Even though I thought both both characters are very endearing. Yes. So um, Thelma is out there with Harlan, and Harlan's like, "You gotta give me some," and she's like, "I'm not gonna give you any. Like, let me go." And Things escalate to the point where he is like full on and please, this is a trigger warning to anyone who's listening because it's pretty gross and it really, I found it very upsetting. Mm-hmm. And Adrian and I were both like, last last night I was like, I don't, I'm not really in the mood for this. And then Adrian texted me today <laughs> and she's like, oh, was it the rape scene that triggered you? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh. I was yeah. like, maybe that's why you didn't like it. My favorite part of the rape scene is when he's, you know, literally trying to rape her and her friend comes out and is like, stop that. He's like, go away. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> she has a gun to your neck. Well, then she puts the gun to oh, his yeah. head. Yeah. But like at first, he's like, as if someone walked up and it's he could deal. just tell them to leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's, what's other? What's also wild is like the, they really do 
as lightly as I take it, the, you know, it's not probably as graphic as some of the movies you, I've seen since then, but it is pretty graphic it's for It's hard time. to watch. It's yeah. hard to watch. Yeah, like, there's a full-on, again, another trigger warning is about violence, is yeah. that, you know, he full-on punches her in yeah. the yeah. face. And yes. no one wants to see Gina Davis punched in the face. No. No. It's so gross. My stomach turned. I was very upset. He flips her over onto the table, onto the, the car, and then, you know, is about to do his thing when... Our girl. Yeah, Louise shows up. She puts the gun to his forehead. Yes. And is like, go fuck yourself. He releases Gina Davis, but then this motherfucker just can't he shut can't. the fuck up. He can't. Right. Yeah. No. Nope. So right. he's talking shit. I think he calls her a fucking bitch. She shoots him dead. She, and he says, suck my dick, I think. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. awful. Yeah. Not great. And she's the like, men fuck in this you. movie are not great. No, no. No, we no. try to find the one. And we have a, we have a, uh, we'll talk what, about the one yeah. decent guy. Yeah. 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 The cop. The cop. Yeah. Which is so fucked up. Yeah. It has to be like, if it's a well, cop, the, it's still the one cop out of all the cops. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up. We'll get to that later. So, yeah. yeah. So then the gals are now like running for their lives. Yes. Right. Cause they're like, yes. we've shot this man and you know, Thelma's like face is bloody. She's a mess. And she's like, upset and shaken and can't really figure out what just happened um louise is like we just got to get out of here we got to get out of here yeah, and then she wants point, to go to the police but right. louise is a realist she's like this world doesn't care about women yeah. that is a hundred percent true yeah. and i that at no that point one's gonna believe us yes yeah. and at that point i wanted to get up out of my couch and just like clap like yeah. a slow <laughs> clap louise because yeah. i was like yes and she was like look you were seen with this guy dancing you cheek, were drinking cheek. a lot this is all right. gonna you look let bad him for dance you. with her yeah. With, yeah. yeah yeah so so louise has this plan she, they're gonna run away to mexico and and like maybe Gina Davis is going to come too because like her husband fucking sucks and like it would be f- more fun to go to Mexico. But they don't have any money, so Susan Sarandon calls her boyfriend, who's a musician, who's pretty hot, but also Michael you, Madsen. You can't What's fucking, up, babe? You can't pin him down. No, you no. can't pin him down. But she's like, you need to Western Union me my entire savings of sixty-seven hundred dollars. A lot. This Back movie then. is nineteen ninety-one, yeah. and she's a waitress, and yeah. she's got mm-hmm. this car. I was like, you know what? This bitch is responsible. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, she is all business yes she's, she's like i gotta get my life together yes yeah, so the, he's gonna wire the savings and then next thing you know we run into literally brad pitt oh so hot mm. he's so hot so hot <laughs> he's so hot and he's so- got a rucksack <laughs> you know with his belongings he's, boots, he's like will denims. you ladies help me get back to school <laughs> oh, that's exactly how he sounded. Like. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Louise says no, but then eventually they let him in the car. Yeah, because they, they, they run him. into him again. Yeah. How, yeah. Do they, how do they do that? There's a lot of weirdness yeah. with the yeah. seeing of yeah. the semi driver yeah. and like they yeah. leave before Brad. So, yeah. I don't, but listen, mm-hmm. let's not fuck yeah. with yeah. it. Right. We want Brad. We, we back. want Brad. Yeah. We want and, him know, back. Especially because we get sooner or later we get to Brad being topless. And yeah, I think that yeah. that's we all needed that. Yes, except Julia. Julia's like, I didn't really need that. I asked Julia. Actually, yeah. We watched it together last night. Just for the audience, Julia is a lesbian. Yes, (laughs) she turned. She's like, "Do you see?" I was like, "Yeah, like I can." No one can resist Brad Pitt. No one. No one. Anyway, so they so they stopped to pick up the money at Western Union, and oh my God, who is there but the boyfriend? Yes, Jimmy. 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 Yes. So they all go back to a hotel, and you know they get Gina Davis her own room, and they're like. 
guard this money oh with gosh. your life. Yeah. And she's like, I got okay. I love Louise, <laughs> trust her. Yes. I and know, un- like, and Louise, unwavering. Right, what has it made you think that you can <laughs> trust this woman? Well, Jimmy brought the money, so he's not going to steal it. Yeah. Like, uh, right. Why don't yeah. just keep in that room? I don't know, yeah. but she's, she, you know, she's cock But she's she's had some history yeah. with Jimmy, and yeah. he yes. wasn't showing up for her like he should no. have prior to this no. whole thing. Yeah. Otherwise, maybe she wouldn't have went on this trip yeah. because she kept trying to call him. He yeah. wasn't picking up the phone. You know, what the fuck was he doing? And listen, I thought he was really hot until he started like destroying the hotel uh, yeah. when he had a temper tantrum yeah, yeah I was yeah. like okay maybe not and then he he has a ring too he's like let's get married right and she's like no yeah. this actually this scene between Jimmy and Louise made me think you know this is definitely like Adrian's role in this film oh <laughs> because which part because the moment he had the temper tantrum and she just stands next to the door and she's like I am not doing this uh, I would have been like on my back in a second and <laughs> Adrian would be like, have you not learned anything from this podcast? We have been recording millions of fucking episodes. We started with Tommy Lee. She's like, oh my God, if you fucking, you know, you throw something. (laughs) What the fuck? No. Passionate. Passionate. No. Anyway. So Brad Pitt comes back Mm -hmm. and he knocks on Gina Davis's door and he's like. She is losing it. She's like, are you an outlaw? And he's like, you stealing my heart. Oh my God. I don't know why I'm giving you Forrest Gump, but that's. <laughs> I kind of was kind of Forrest Gumpy. Yeah, I've also developed some weird Southern accent every like yeah. off and on. Listen, I'm not from Arkansas. Yeah. So anyway, he she's like, "What do you do?" And he's like, "I'm a robber." He yes. even and he describes. He demonstrates with a hair dryer the exact mm-hmm. way he robs people. And she's like, "Fuck it, let's fuck." <laughs> she's like, "That's hot." Yeah, it yeah. was hot. <laughs> was well, was. What's funnier is later on when she leaves. So. They fuck, and then yeah. they end up. The next morning, we see um, G- uh, Thelma and Louise having breakfast. You yeah. know, and they're they're saying goodbye to Jimmy and uh, and whatnot. And um, it dawns on Louise to be like, "Hey, did you? Where's this dude?" And she's like, "Oh, he's in the be- in the bedroom. He's like, in, in the, the shower." shower. And um, Louise is like, "Oh, well, what's happened to the money?" And Thelma is like. What? She's like, he wouldn't it's okay. take it. He's, it's, no, she says. She said it's on the nightstand. Yeah, it's on the nightstand with this bank robber. This, this was, robber. This yeah. was your best plan. <laughs> the nightstand. But listen, if Brad Pitt came to my house, oh, you I, mean, <laughs> I would just be like, I guess what, take the money. I mean, you know, like what would you do? Like, it, it just like you couldn't think straight. I am telling you right now that if Brad Pitt was like Elizabeth, you get forty-five minutes with me with sixty-seven hundred. I'm selling my Subaru. <laughs> I have some comic books yes. that are valuable. Like and you everything's don't, he's going. He's not even your type. He's not. He he's didn't not. throw anything. He no. didn't even say anything mean. No. He's, <laughs> he's fine, except he steals your money. And I also like men like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Jesus Christ. Anyway, Louise loses her shit. And Thelma... You know what? She has to grow up a little she and does. take charge. Yes, this is the first She's got to yeah. take this, charge. This, I think, is a, the part of the film that I I start to like really pay attention yeah. and care yeah. about. And at mm. the same time, the cops are closing in. And mm. I have to say... Harvey Keitel! I have to oh say, God. there are a lot of police for this one <laughs> asshole <laughs> murder. <laughs> Who everyone has said is like... A known they have, asshole. They, have, right, they are like, he's a dick. We're not surprised. He, even the waitress at the bar yeah. was like, I expected Harlan to die in this By his yeah. wife, by his whole wife. <laughs> yes. But so anyway, Thelma is so upset, you know, about this money and everything. She says she's never been lucky one day in her life. Right. And I was like, girl, I fucking relate to this. <laughs> <laughs> but she, you know what? She's, she's also not very smart. 
Yeah. But well, also yes. not lucky. Yes. But she's going to take the power into her own hands. So they step by like a, a market. market and she uses Brad Pitt's tutelage to rob mm-hmm. everybody. And yeah. it's very pleasant. It's it's yes. So it's awesome. It's so calm. Yes. Yes. She's and then adorable. She, she's so nice. This is really where she gets in a lot of trouble with the yes. police because at this yes. point, Harvey Keitel is like, look. We just see you guys as witnesses mm-hmm. yes. to this murder. Mm-hmm. Now, so we've got to ask you questions. But now we have this videotape of Thelma <laughs> robbing this little market. Yes. Also, where's this market in the middle of nowhere have this videotape that somehow gets transmitted to <laughs> Again, we're not asking holes, the questions. Holes. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Next thing you know, Brad Pitt is back. He's been picked, <laughs> up, by been picked cops, up by the cops. And he spills all all the information. The yes. girls are going to Mexico and he he's like, they're like, where'd you get this sex $6,700? He's like, a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love him. So anyway, then Louise has this great plan that Thelma should call her husband to find oh, out, you know. If the police are chasing yes. him and if he knows, if he knows anything about the right. chase and what, what they might know. Right. And he is being tapped at this point he, and right. being checked out yes. for for. Can lying. we first just comment on the scene where the cop tells him his wife has maybe murdered and now um, robbed someone and then he is like what? What? And, then, and then all of a sudden the, the camera pans down to his, him standing in yeah, pizza. Like, You're standing in the pizza. <laughs> he's a fucking douche. He's, yes, he's an awful person. And so she calls him and he says, hi, Thelma, really nicely. And then she's like, he, he knows. knows. <laughs> <laughs> it hangs up. Yes. And that's yes. how you know that Thelma now has entered the game. Yes. yes. And Louise calls back because she's like, I'm going to talk to these guys and see what's up. You know, and they're like, well, what are you, what's going on? Tell us what's happening. And she's just... She's just like being mysterious for some reason. She's like, well, I'll let you know. Yeah, of course. Know. But she's going to tell him eventually anyway. Who? You know? The cop? Yeah. And she does eventually tell oh. him. All right. Yeah. Well, so then they get in the car again, you know, because they're in the car lot. You know, it's very <laughs> beautiful. Yes. This it's is, always sunny. It's yeah. gorgeous. Thelma yes. and Louise are looking at each too. other. Yeah. They're looking at each other yeah. with like love eyes. Yes. Like you're my best friend. And I got to say, their friend. outfits keep getting better. Oh, my God. Oh, and their yes. hair. Their yeah. hair. Yes. I'm like, how are they doing this in a convertible? She texted me, Elizabeth texted me and was like, maybe we'll get a convertible this summer and like go on a road trip. And listen, we have been inspired by TV before. (laughs) We went to Scotland because we watched Outlander. (laughs) And all I could think was like, my hair does not do well in a convertible. Mm. It gets very tangled. And then like, you can't keep a hat on. I've never figured that out. So I I don't know. Well, Well, Susan uh, Susan Sarandon had one with a little little Mm -hmm. clippy over her cowgirl hat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, However, they do. Both of them look fantastic. All the time. The entire time. I generally. Their mm-hmm. outfits are so sexy. Yeah, especially They're sexily the dirty. Yes. yes. Thelma gets hot towards the end. Yes. Yes. Both, I thought both of them are smoking. Yeah. Well, she's you wearing know. that denim shirt, which I yes. thought was Brad Pitt's. Mm-hmm. Oh. Maybe. I'm not sure. But it was like too big when she went to breakfast. And then later she cut the sleeves off. Yeah. And then later she tied yeah. it up. Oh, yeah. And Thelma, uh, Louise is like walking around in a white tank oh, top with nipples. no bra. Nipples out. I was like, yummy. Red lipstick and no bra. I mean. I know. She, I was super fucking. I wore a white shirt today because I was inspired. Ooh, is that <laughs> why? Yes. I was like, I can wear a white shirt. I oh, can't shit. take my bra off. Because in this white shirt, it's like, you can already see my nips, but like, <laughs> and it's padded. I got a padded bra. Hey, in case yeah. it's a great time to say, in case people didn't know, they also put these podcast episodes up on YouTube. So like, if you're interested <laughs> I don't know if you can see them, in trying yeah. to see Elizabeth's nipples, <laughs> we could also post that on our Instagram. Yeah, just my nipples. 
Yeah, th- we need My kids followers. will love that. My kids will love it. <laughs> <laughs> They're used to this. Anyway, the next big scene is they get pulled over for speeding by a cop who's a real dick. Mm. He's you a think real he's dick. a dick? Are you serious? He's like, get out of the car. Get in my car. That was weird. Like, he's that like being I, all I aggressive. I did have a moment where I was like, no cop's going to ask you to go into their no, car. I thought he was no. going to do something weird. real bad. Yeah, yeah, so he's got Susan Sarandon in his car. And then Gina Davis, who's now stepped into her power... Shows up mm-hmm. and she's like, got a gun on him. Like, <laughs> and I was like, this bitch. They, yeah, they she does say sorry. The she does say sorry. Yes. Yes. And this is what's really important <laughs> about true. that scene that brings up the whole nefarious, like kind of these like ominous feelings about it is that this whole time when they're trying to travel, um, Thelma is like, the best way for us to get from Arkansas to Mexico is through oh, yeah. Texas. Yeah. And Louise is like, I'm never going to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> you're she like, said, you don't even talk to me about this again. Yeah. <laughs> like, they <laughs> they like, that's the only way to get to Mexico. <laughs> right. She's <laughs> like, like, you really like, map. this would just make it the easiest way. And, Louise is like absolutely fucking not having yeah, it. Hard she no. never fully tells the story, but at some point, Gina Davis, in her power, Thelma says to her, uh, to Louise, she's like, I know what happened to you then. Yeah, you were you raped know. in Texas. Yes. And so, um, she's much Louise, more gentle about it. Yes. <laughs> well, that's my, that's my southern accent, girl. <laughs> <laughs> as aggressive as mad. <laughs> Well, then they have a moment of, you know, yeah. solidarity. Yeah. And this whole time, too, this fucking um, semi-driver, semi-driver. Keep, they keep running mm. into him and he keeps grabbing his crotch at them. Making and that like, tongue. Yeah. yeah and Wait, you, you skipped yeah. over what they did to the police officer. Oh, well, well, yeah, I mean, we'll come back. Worth, yeah, so, <laughs> so they, into. Yeah, so they shoot up the radio, they take his gun, they put him yeah. in the fucking trunk. and They, <laughs> they grabbed the Miller lights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Louise, when she grabbed the Miller lights, I was like, got you, Adrian. Aww. <laughs> You are definitely Louise. Because for anyone who doesn't know, that is uh, Adrian's favorite alcoholic beverage. I don't think if anyone had to peg who was who in this car, they would all have said I was Louise. What do you think? You You know, we talked about that too. We're like, (laughs) we're like, well, early on before Thelma got cool. Yeah, we were like, we're both Louise. Yeah, but then by the Thelma was sort of annoying at the beginning, but then she kind of figures it out. I mean, I think we can all agree that Elizabeth is Thelma. No, I agree with Adrian. Can we go to the bar? We have to go to the bar. Adrian, can we pick up this hitchhiker? I love this hitchhiker. Adrian, I'm just gonna fuck this hitchhiker. Oh my god, I can't. She would never have left the money. I would have never left the money. You never and I have. also would say that at, at the say, very beginning, at the very beginning, Thelma comes off a little bit like small. Yeah, you're you know? not nearly as stupid as Thelma, <laughs> but you would do these things. You'd be like, "Let's just dance. Let's go to the bar. Yeah. Let's We're get the hitchhiker." Right. You would say, "Yeah, that's that's <laughs> yes. fair." There's yes. aspects. I see aspects. Yes. Yeah. You would be like, "Let's fuck with this semi driver and pull him <laughs> over." Like I would always be the person that's like, "Let's not do." No, that. that's also fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I would be like, "This and, is you know, a bad at the beginning plan. when when um, Louise is like smoking and yeah. she's just like, "I'm this bad bitch right. gonna take off for the weekend." I was like, I don't know. I could, Wait, like, you were Adrian thinking smoking in a convertible? I had a hard time imagining. You I was way. a long-term smoker. <laughs> oh, I'm just an adult and a mother now, and it's not 1991. But if it was socially I say, acceptable, I would be smoking. I do remember when the cops walked into Louise's apartment or house. Did you not notice all? Was it snow globes? Was there not a collection of snow globes on the table? You know, they always pan to I the sink it. with mm-hmm. the one dish. Yeah, but there was also a lot of teeny snow globes. Right. I only have one dish. 
and I have a lot of. Collectibles. I feel like that felt like more like Adrian, maybe, and that and that yeah. the house. Maybe. I mean, it's, it's it's all it's all very complicated. Well, and we already got to the point that if someone's driving the car off, you're going to look at me plaintively. I definitely <laughs> gonna have you to do it. it. Yeah, you anyway. Do it. So the police officer is now in the trunk. It's yes. locked. Everything's getting more heightened, more yes. heightened. The cops are coming for them. Now the movie is like starting to be really fun. Yes, the cops are coming for them. They have this altercation with the semi driver where oh they blow God. up his rig. It's yeah. amazing. That was fun. They blow up his fucking rig. And he's, he's like, you beavers. <laughs> like, what the fuck? He calls him beaver. She's like, did you call me a beaver on your CV? I oh, hate yeah. to be called a beaver. She's like, it's yes. I hate it. And at this point, they've really gotten the police's oh, attention. Right? Like, now we know everyone is out to get them. They're now yes. starting the police chase, yeah. which yes. is the most iconic part of this right. The yeah. film, right? This is a scene that everyone knows, and this is part of the covers, you know, the cover yeah. of the movie. It's their car, yeah. and then all the cop cars Behind in formation yeah. flying yes. through the desert. Hundreds, hundreds. I don't know how fast. I don't even know where they are at this point. We, don't, we know that they're yeah. not in Texas, but we also know they're not in Arkansas. Maybe Arizona, because they mentioned the Grand Canyon. Yeah, I think. Oh it's yeah, the Grand, the Grand Canyon. Canyon, Canyon that's right. Everything that's right. was filmed in Utah. Oh. I did some. And there were some beautiful shots. Yes, yes gorgeous, especially oh, in this last yeah. section. And at this point, um, just so far as the detectives, Harvey Keitel has this whole thing. He has like this love for these two yeah. women that he like never really gets fully fleshed out. But he's basically like, they didn't mean to do this. I know that they didn't mean to do this. And so when the cops get to the point where they have all chased them through like the yards and the farms and the the like long shots of nothing but desert and, and the um, underpass where the cup they get, get stuck. stuck so great low so bridges hard. so many good scenes and they are now at the, the pivotal point right Thelma and Louise are in the car they have stalled for some reason the police officers for some reason are many 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 feet away yeah. I don't know what <laughs> they, they ran their car up to the edge of the cliff right but then the, but why didn't the police like well, they're, they're getting stop? ready. They're getting ready. They're getting their guns, oh, their guns out. out and stuff. And at the same a time, helicopter. a helicopter is coming out from the ravine to get them. And then they look at each other and they're just like, fuck it. <laughs> right? Basically. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. talking about their options, right? right. Yeah, they're yeah. like, we're not going to Mexico, no. apparently. And either we, <laughs> <laughs> either we go to prison or, or death. This keep... execution. Like at this point, they're th- talking about maybe we'll be executed. Yes. Too. Yeah. Yes. You're right. Right. And so they're like, what's the next move? Yeah. And then what happens? They drive the fucking car off the before, cliff. but they have these like intimate moments yeah, of that I really yeah. like about the, like it's yeah. like as friends you can still kiss and then hold hands and like do this together, you know? Yes, yes, you can kill yourself together. <laughs> <laughs> the, and the best part is like once once they hit the gas pedal and start going off the cliff, we see Harvey Keitel waving <laughs> at them. Um, which I thought was hilarious. Can I felt can like I tell you something stupid. Roger Ebert said about the end? Ooh, oh, hmm. you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but our third co-host <laughs> is Roger Ebert. <laughs> we call a spirit often on the from show. the grave. <laughs> 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 He's our hometown boy. Okay, so Roger Ebert likes this movie. A lot of our movies he doesn't like. He hated Fast Times at Ridgemont oh. High. Or True Romance, which is a similar film. Well, I fucking hate that one too. <laughs> anyway, he says, I would have rated this movie four stars instead of three and a half, except for one shot, oh. the last shot before the titles begin. It's unsettling to get involved in a movie that takes 128 minutes to bring you to a payoff that the filmmakers seem to fear. 
Oh. Right. Because it's like the car goes off the cliff. You see it for one second second. hovering Mm -hmm. in air. The hubcap comes off. And then it's like, next thing you know, it's a white screen. And then we get a weird montage of Thelma and Louise being besties on this road trip. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, they they do a flashback to other scenes that you've seen. Yeah. I disagree with Roger Ebert, actually, on this Mm -hmm. one. Roger, wherever you are today. (laughs) Um, Because I actually, I thought that leaving them... Midair actually leaves a lot of yes. room for imagination. He's saying they should be midair, but they should have like slowed it down and made you watch it for like eight oh. seconds. Oh. Versus this, like, you know, oh, they Green killed brain. themselves. Never mind. Remember their best friends. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to see them crash. Though. Yeah. No, no, I don't think Roger wants to see them okay. crash. But anyway, that's the film. Yes. Yes. And I loved it. I, I mean, I remembered that I liked it when I was a kid. Yeah. And, or not a kid at the time, I was a teenager. But, um, I liked it as a as a young person, and um, watch rewatching it. I thought it was slow, but I really still loved it overall. What did you guys think? I loved it. I, I loved, loved it. it. I mean, I remember watching it as a kid, but let me tell you, I, I didn't remember that rape scene. Maybe I couldn't. Re- oh, I didn't I did. remember that that I was did. the trigger for everything either. Even though I've seen this movie in the last twenty years, for sure. Yeah, that was a hard one. Yeah. I think you even texted me, and you're like. Oh, I totally forgot about this too. Well, yeah. and I also this time, like when I finished it, I texted Elizabeth. I was like, "So the central question of this movie is: it, is it better to be dead than live in a man's world?" Because, like, I don't think the last time I saw it that, like, I, it was so clear that everything was about women being like subjugated by men. Yeah, I yeah, mm-hmm. I think that either I was just really kind of in patriarchy mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and it's just like this is normal, right, 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 <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Yeah, you did dance with him, you whore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she did do that. That that is but that's yeah. literally how yeah. we grew up. That's yeah. like all the messaging we got was right. like you have to protect yourself from rape yeah. at all times. Yeah. Which is probably why I won't let people talk to me at a bar. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. But that was a long lesson. Yes. It took me into my twenties, I think. Yes. But you know, Daryl's awful. Jimmy won't commit. Brad Pitt's super hot and he steals, steals her money. Yeah, yeah. And then he's a bank and robber. And then, or fit, like and then narcs on them completely yes. the minute mm-hmm. he can. Yeah. I mean, the only one that has any somewhat decency is, is Harvey Keitel. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's he's, because he believes women, actually. Because right. he says it the whole time. He's like, I don't want to assume that they're like murderous bitches or right. anything like that. He's just like, I think that there must be a story here that, because this is not making any sense yeah. to me. Yeah. You know? Um, what do you think about like this film and their friendship? How do you feel about their Julia? <laughs> <laughs> You're the one looking at me with those deep green eyes. <laughs> like a little distracted. <laughs> I mean, they have an awesome friendship. I I still don't know why why Louise trusts Thelma when she <laughs> clearly shouldn't, but they're friends. She loves they, her. Yeah. She's and her you know, tonight. Thelma does figure it out and pull through and Wait, so if you guys were driving, who's driving the car off? Oh, we're taking turns. Oh, no, driving the car. (laughs) Oh, we're jumping back and forth. No, no. But who's who's the one that's going to be like? I'm driving the car off. I don't know. I feel like you need to be driving. I think so too. Because I (laughs) and I feel like because I feel like you're very. I think you're. I'm more impulsive sometimes. So if I did it, I'd regret it after in my death. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like you wouldn't commit to it. Like you yeah. commit to the idea. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. I'd be like, no, we can't do it. Push the pedal. But I'd be like, <laughs> all right, let's do it. <laughs> but if I said, I think we need to do it, and you committed, I th- I I know it would happen. 
Yeah. It would happen. Do you feel that way about us? I don't I don't know if either one of us could fully go through it. No, I would do it. Yeah, you would? Well, yeah. If you looked at me and were like, fuck it, we're best friends and like, let's do it. I'd be like, well, fuck it. Oh my god! I would. I think I would feel. I would be like, I can't. Well, that's why you're driving, Max. Yeah, that's why I'm gonna drive. <laughs> like, that's why you're driving. Well, you've already <laughs> fucked me up. You've oh, yeah, already taken right. me on this. You're going trip. to prison. You're going. <laughs> you're gonna point. be executed. Maybe this is back, right. This is Arkansas oh, in the nineties. Like, I'm so optimistic, though. I would be like, but we have a story. And it no. <laughs> no. I would always hold out that little bit of hope. Let me tell you. As I, might someone who works for- I might move us forward just to see if Adrian backs out. And Ooh. then I'd stop. <laughs> and then I'd just give up. I think I would just give up. There was this was line. Awful. I'm not a good best friend. <laughs> this line I really loved when they were like running from the cops earlier on when they like go under that bridge and lose them. And Thelma's like, well, we've already lost everything we care about. What, what else do we have to lose? <laughs> and Louise is really like, good. how do you stay so positive? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're very cute they're very with quippy. their lines. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. When you guys think about friendship, though, it's like, what do you think works for Thelma and Louise to make them so close to each other? And what do you think you guys have that for each other? Ooh, yeah, I know. It's a hard, hard one, question. right? I know. The first yeah. thing that comes to mind in mind is though that when one person I mean, it's like I got this. Well, because <laughs> the one thing that comes to mind though is like when one person needed the other person to like stand up and take care of business, they did, and I feel like that's we do that, you know. Like I'm like I'm having a bad day. It's, it's like I think like each of us take turns like needing support. Yeah, you know, not that it happens magically that way, but I feel like it like it's similar, you know. You can't both break down at the no, same time. No, you can't. It's a rule in friendship. Like only one of you can <laughs> be sobbing helpful. on the hotel room floor. Yes. The other one has to be like, "All right, who get up." up who's ever less fucked up has to be the one who says, "Okay, we got this." Yes. Yeah. But I do think support is a big part of it, and like that's what they. I mean, they've done that for well, I don't know for how long for their lives before that. Clearly, Ooh. like that's why they're going on this trip together, and then they just kind of keep developing that. Mm-hmm. We were at one point. I was really curious about their ages, not because I care about women's ages, but because I, I we, we were kind of like it just felt I'm like curious. I was curious because it felt like Susan was more mature. I uh, mean, mm. Louise and Thelma was more naive, and their ages at the time, their actual actor ages, I think. Uh, Louise was closer to like forty-five, like Susan, and then Gina was closer to like thirty. 536 which similar I similar to me and Elizabeth <laughs> so I was wondering <laughs> is that how they were supposed to be portrayed in the movie it was like was Louise supposed to be older yeah I think, I think so okay yeah. yeah okay yeah I feel like Louise probably saw some shit before she met Dalma yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah and I think that your point about because um, Adrian and I have talked about this before it's like we both can't be depressed at the same time <laughs> and when we both are which has happened yeah. you know it really fucks up our whole dynamic mm-hmm. you know it it, it, it takes away it's this weird thing where it's like we both know that we have to deal with our own issues, right? Like inside of our hearts, we have to like try to heal our hearts. But at the same time, you feel bad because you can't heal the other person's yeah. heart. So you end up being like in this kind of weird dynamic where there seems to be, uh, I wouldn't say like an emptiness, but there seems to be like things are off. And you kind of like look at the friendship and you're like, oh, something's not right about the relationship. and. Also, it's not really that, though, because it's just that you're taking time out to, like, heal yourself. Yeah. And um, I find that to be very, very hard. And mm. it, it's probably the thing I hate about having a best friend. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, that makes I think sense. I'm just saying, like, it's just, it's so painful. I think it's yeah. it's painful to watch your friend hurt, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. painful to like be so in your own fucking hurt that you can't like yeah, no. deal with it. That definitely makes sense. I, I 
I don't think there's anything else to say about that. I feel like <laughs> that's it. That's it. We're closed. <laughs> we can just stop the podcast. All right, we can end it here. Can <laughs> you have some helpful hints? <laughs> I, I actually was going to go into like like thinking about just like attachment based coping. You know, please tell us. us. Yeah. We love this shit. You know, and I feel like. Um, as adults, you know, we talk about attachment theory and, and children and, and babies and how they need to have an attachment figure and they need to feel loved and, and like taken care of. But adults actually also need that. And usually that's like someone's primary partner. But I think a lot of times with women, especially ends up being like their closest friends, mm-hmm. maybe in addition to their partner or, you know, whatever. But I feel like it's like when you're dysregulated, when you're feeling insecure, when you're feeling like you need your attachment person or like your main go to when they're not doing well, yeah. then you're you're feeling that dysregulation. You you also feel bad about their dysregulation, and then you don't get that calming effect from them. So it yeah. ends up being, I think, so hard when you when you. And that's why I think that women are better. I mean, we have so many good friends that we can kind of like reach out then and like span our networks, so yeah. we can yeah. have that like comfort, you know. Yeah. What do men do? I don't know. <laughs> nothing. What? I mean, in this movie, nothing. Right. Like, they, they grab their crotches at women, <laughs> yeah. and they have each other. So yeah. they. I do wonder about socialized males. And how they like handle those moments. I mean, I am well, a they therapist. Don't. That's yeah. why they're a mess. And I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we have seen films prior. I mean, I think one of the things that Thelma and Louise was very revolutionary about was that we had seen so many movies like this about men. Yeah, who like you know rob banks and they beat each other up and yeah. they get involved in like nefarious uh, activities, but like. The thing that I think that's so moving here versus any that I had seen with men is that it was about caretaking. Mm -hmm. It was Mm -hmm. like, my friend is in trouble and not because of her ego and not because, you know, she wants a new life. Not any, it was just a very simple, like someone is physically harming a woman. And that is true. Men hurt women, you know? And that's, um, so that was, I thought a great way to kind of kick off the whole story and it, then it also makes you kind of like feel justified for them oh yeah you know totally, mm-hmm. yeah for sure but you know even when Thelma fucks up or they fight there's like a moment after um, Susan Sarandon shoots Harlan the rapist and they go to a, like a restaurant and she says something that really rubs Thelma the wrong way like oh. sort of like insinuating that this was all Thelma's fault right mm-hmm. but like even at all these moments, someone loses the money, like yada yada. The way they they express frustration, but they still always like respect and handle each yeah. other mm-hmm. in a way that's like you know that's how you know it's a fucking friendship movie. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys uh, ever get into conflicts? The two of you? No. I mean, we have, but, but we don't really. I feel like Amanda said no, and Julia was like, yeah. <laughs> no, was the I, mean, yeah I was like, no, wrong. and Amanda said yes. I feel yes. like because we ha- it's not like we've never. Yeah. But I feel like we annoy each other sometimes. Yeah, I feel like because we've known each other for so long, and we're just very good at. And how how long has that been though? Again, um, two thousand seven. So sixteen years. Sixteen years. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like you've modeled like just very direct communication, and I feel like it's very helpful for me to know where you're at. <laughs> and I've like done the same back. <laughs> it feels like oh, this is like how you communicate. That's really nice, you know. Um, I don't feel like it's that easy all the time with friendships, but I feel like it's pretty easy. Yeah. I think we've also both kind of learned to communicate over the years, not yeah. just with each other, just, you know, in life. You kind of yeah, like that's a getting learn older over, the, over time, like how to communicate with people in the yeah. world. And so I think it's, I don't think it's ever been difficult to be friends, but I think it's gotten easier because we can be really direct with each other. Yeah. When Where did you learn to 
be direct like that. You know, if Amanda's saying that you're, you kind of taught that to her, I'm curious where that came from for you. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely did not learn it growing up. <laughs> I just feel like you don't, I feel, this is the difference. I feel like maybe we both have anxiety in different ways, but the way I have anxiety is like I overthink everything I possibly could say to someone just to ask for what I need. But I feel like you're just like, this is what I need. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> I'm like, this You're is like, what wait, I need. you can just say it. <laughs> Without worry, okay. But like, what if the person doesn't like it? And what if they misinterpret it? And what if right. they, you know, what if like, it was too how much? many times do I have to say I'm sorry first before I say what I want? <laughs> All of that. And I was like, no, Julia just says it. I know if I just say it back, she'll be okay with it. And that's really how did you feel comfortable with that, though? Like, what in you was like when Julia was like that for you the first time that you realized that something in you must have been like, okay okay like this is cool i like this yeah i don't know i think because i am so anxious about interactions i feel like when i notice that she would ask me something that wasn't coming from a place of like irritation or resentment and i was like like oh people do that and i was and I, it just feels different you know like and at first of course you're carrying your baggage from other interactions and i maybe for a long time maybe, like, well, maybe i'd even tell you i'd be like oh julie's mad at me <laughs> <laughs> this is probably back you know Julia's ago. making pottery totally <laughs> oblivious. <laughs> She's no like, I'm happening. <laughs> and then I, I realize, again, like over time, you're just like, oh no. Like our interactions are exactly the same. There's nothing different, it's just in my head. Yeah. And so I think there was this like a moment at some point, and I can't tell you when that was, but it definitely wasn't right away. I mean, for me, because I'm, <laughs> I have a lot going on. <laughs> I don't know that I would have said you were an anxious person. Oh. I, would you have? Yeah, I do. I would. <laughs> well, I think when we met, though, I was filled with such anxiety uh, that, like, you know, everybody else seemed pretty chill to yeah, me. That's fair. I, did, I didn't actually think you were anxious either, by the way. Well, because you couldn't even see me. I was miles <laughs> behind. You guys had left. I was on this fucking steel bike that we called Brad Pitt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Full true. circle. Brad Pitt lives in my basement. Yeah. That oh we called gosh. him that because I went, I was riding him. <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke. And now her new bike is Stanley Tucci. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she likes she likes to ride. Like I would say, you think it's a better ride, on Stanley? Yeah, 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 yeah. nicer guy, <laughs> lighter. <laughs> it's lighter all around. But we should talk about how we all met and like we've mm. been on road trips together. Yeah, yes, we have. just on bicycles. And I feel like they've been dramatic. We haven't murdered anyone. <laughs> no. We haven't been arrested. But I feel like there's we've had our own dramas. Oh, of I feel like we've had our own awakenings. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. On no. The bikes. Well, you know, I'm a huge fan of uh, the bike philosophy life. <laughs> it's so embarrassing when you say any of this out loud. Not just you. That's the general you. But then, like when you're doing it, it's like, yeah, this is what it is. Yes. For the for the audience, um, basically, we I had decided to. Ha- form a bike team back in like 2016 I think and I knew Julia through my husband because um, they used to work together the and, Chicago reader yeah and then I put out like a, a Facebook post basically being like let's all ride bikes together and create this bike gang and all, all of us came together, came together. and um, our whole thing was being like middle-aged people who are not that great at athletics and, <laughs> and, and would ride our bikes wherever the hell we wanted to, which has been like Indiana, Wisconsin, Ohio. You and I went to Ohio. 
Um, there were some ill-planned rides. Yes. That we've been <laughs> on together. Yes. Like, I mean, like every year this one would be like, oh, we're going to ride to the dunes. It's no biggie. It's a big it's biggie. No it's a big biggie. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just take the train back. Degrees. We rode there. It was like, I cannot control. It was like 80. You better, Elizabeth. It was like 80 miles, 95 degrees, no shade. And hills. Hills. I remembered at one point that we saw a shopping cart in the grass. <laughs> I wasn't there for this one, but I love this You story. were there. Yeah. And we pulled over. And did we put you in the shopping cart? I, I think we kept Kathy. Was yeah, Kathy? I think I was on the front of yeah. the shopping cart. The whole cart. point is, is that like there were definitely these moments where it was like, we will all die unless, you know, something funny happens with the shopping <laughs> cart right now. And so, she, so Elizabeth would make us ride the whole fucking way there. I'd want to die. It was so fucking hot. And, you know, the whole way you're like, we're just going to walk into the into the lake. It's going to be so fucking great. And then we would get there and we would just have to leave to get on, <laughs> yes. on, on, get on the train. Oh, my God, yes, because that summer was so hot. Yes. We we were so hot that we like we're also really good at keeping with the safety rules of mm. biking because mm-hmm. we're all rule followers but we like took off like our helmets we oh, took God. off our jerseys we're like I was in a, a sports, sports bra, bra <laughs> with my gut out I mean picture this an Enneagram 3 out in public like this was very hard for me I do feel like though on those trips and then we did that Wisconsin thing also too fucking hot yes where I threw up on ha- the hill no oh. when we did Kowalunga oh Kowalunga yeah Kowalunga it's very hot very hot. very hot and I get heat stroke and yes. had to be put in the van I was it never was a good miserable. cyclist I don't. <laughs> I will tell you the heat. Once the heat comes is yeah, introduced, it's all, all always awful. The one yeah. thing though, I think about our like long distance riding has always been that it's been in the spirit of having fun in the best I agree. way, mm-hmm. I agree. and it didn't always end up that way for sure. You know, there, I'm sure. I'm sure there was times where like Thelma and Louise were on this like fucking like car trip and you being like there were moments oh my they god. had doubt right? they were like oh my god <laughs> what am I going to do now you know but I think there's something that really does bond people when mm-hmm. we're doing rides like that yeah. like it really connects us yeah. because we do see each other like at our best and at our, our worst, worst you yes. know and when you're able to be friends with people that you're like I just yelled at you for 20 minutes because I fucking hate the heat yeah. <laughs> like, it was always my favorite when someone else would break down well I, there was a time where I got three Three flat tires. Yeah. Oh, with Dave. Uh, yes. And on a yeah. ride. And it was raining. It was, it was raining. raining. And I just remember everyone was being so nice and supportive about it. Because we finally realized that my tire, my actual tire was fucked, obviously. Mm-hmm. And but we took the third flat. <laughs> <laughs> we were so motivated. We're like, you know what? I think I'm just Fuck like. it. We'll do it. I think I'm just putting it on wrong. <laughs> but then, like, Dave was like, just, I had to go. We're going up this fucking hill. And well, you had, your tire had to be, like, half inflated. To, because because otherwise pe- it would pop. Yeah. Because there so was a, it was like half half flat like going <laughs> up so a hill. I was like on a flat tire going up this hill, and Dave's like, go. You know, he's so fast. He was just like right next to me, going slow mo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> really Dave nice. is the world's best cheerleader it's for really everyone, so nice. honestly. So, when, what 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 are the things that you guys think about when you reflect on those moments with us? God. Tell us about us. The, I mean, <laughs> like the camaraderie, the, the, yeah. the support. Support is a theme. Mm-hmm. Support. Yeah, it was is it? a theme. I didn't know if I was going to want to be part of the bike team at first. Oh, I, shit. Like, I hadn't. <laughs> not See, it. it's all coming out. 
The I, shade. Well, I, I had ridden with friends, like one or two friends, but I was like, I don't know about riding in a bigger group. And I like I went on some rides. Then finally I was like, okay, Amanda, you can come. <laughs> like, That's I, I guess, true. vetted it for I me. guess I'll stay. I'll it's stick true. with this. I remember. But, like, I didn't invite Amanda right away because I didn't know if I was going to stick with it. And I was like, these people seem cool. I, like I remember them. your debut. <laughs> I know. Julia wasn't even there, I feel. I, I think maybe I wasn't. And everyone's like, who's this girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I swear I can ride. <laughs> But well, yeah, that was fine. They had, had me. I couldn't. So You weren't there that times. day either. Well, um, I remember what, the first time I met you. Because I remember we were, uh, I don't know where the fuck we were writing. We were, Hooters. Uh, <laughs> no, that was that the is, second that year. Is, yeah, that's our haunted Hooters ride. We, we should, should bring it back. Oh, I love that so ride. So just for, again for the audience, um, our haunted Hooters ride is when we would go through uh, basically a forest preserve that leads into a cemetery. And then after we're done with the cemetery and giving all of our like. But it's a bike, historical cemetery. Yes, yeah. bachelor, Bachelor's Grove, I think it's called. Yeah. And then um, we give like all of our loved and we ask for like you know just in our heads just like oh please like like make a good bike season and then we go to hooters <laughs> <laughs> then we go to hooters and we also uh, pray to the hooters god and yeah. like, don't give us diarrhea right. uh, yeah. i think some of our rides um, got a little less focused around like olive garden hooters aka things adrian likes <laughs> and i got a little less excited uh, when yeah. it was just like no we're gonna ride 90 miles <laughs> you know we're gonna ride this north shore century and we're just riding through factories and shit i <laughs> I was like, this is a nightmare. But that was a big deal yeah. for me. That was mm-hmm. my first century. And I feel like it was like one of those things where I was having an awakening the whole yeah. time. Adrian, you really stepped up over, you did. Like, well, over you. time. And I mean, even at the beginning, like you, you're like, I don't know how to ride a bike. No. Elizabeth told me to. So I'm going to show up and, and ride a bike. And she told me wrong. <laughs> yeah. That became a big Kaolonga drama. But yeah. like, I would say even with the North Shore Century, that was like a really hard one. Was- because I had been tri- riding and I've been riding for many years. And again, you never, this is, you guys. Yeah, you're supposed <laughs> to drop we're, the awakenings. We're, we're going we're gonna to talk about our bike philosophy. Yeah, right? you're supposed <laughs> to do so, that. This is the thing about biking or any kind of thing that's going to be athletically challenging is that you can work your butt off. We were training every single weekend. We were training once during the week. We were all doing our own training on the outside of it or like, you know, because Adrian had a Peloton at that point and I think I was just doing like running or whatever. But we were all going to give our best to this century, which was a little over 100 miles. I think 103 miles when you're all said and done. But um, so we're like riding and riding. And the thing is, is that no matter how hard you train, no matter how much you read, no matter how much support you get from your friends and your family and everyone who's like in the sag wagon, you might you might you might just you might just lose it. Yeah. <laughs> you might just like lose your shit. <laughs> the weather might be eighty degree, eighty five degrees, and you're just dead and tired. You might be like at mile seventy eight and just want to throw up and stop doing it because it sucks. It's because it's, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. And we but like the thing that happened with the North Shore Century that was so amazing and I felt like made for movies was like Adrian and I and I think Anita were like the three of us were all struggling really badly and Julia would come up to us and be like look we're we're already 75 miles or 80 miles in at that point and Julia was like we're just gonna go five to ten miles and then we're gonna stop five I to ten miles. I don't remember Julia struggling at all. No, I remember, I remember. <laughs> I remember I don't her remember pulling that either. up alongside me and being like, you okay? It's okay. It's okay. But, but my point is that she she was coaching us at that point, right? Yeah, like she yeah, was yeah. Kinda, She was just like, 
you know, she obviously saw us withering in the sun. Special stretch. Yeah. Thing. I remember right. Seth yes. being hurt and I was so fucking glad because it meant we pulled over and we just like, got to sit for a while while we dealt with Seth being hurt. And then you fell off because you had your fucking clips. It was, it was like the messiest biking. It was the, we, we the were, messiest. We were like the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> the Harlem Globetrotters are good at what they do. I'm saying the opposite. I think that we were good. We made it. We made it. We finished. So, Julia at this point has is pulling over and just like being like, we're gonna, you guys are not gonna not finish this ride. I'm I mean, that's like, basically like your attitude. <laughs> yeah, and she was just like, we're gonna go five miles. We'll stop. We'll go another five miles. We'll stop. And I love the, stopping. Same. <laughs> she and the amount, that, yeah. the amount of calm that Julia had in her at that time, I was just like, because I'm like. I'm so fucking embarrassing. You know, I led this group. I was trying to train them. And like, now we're in this mess. And I can't even like, as a captain, can't even make it. Like, I'm just like having these like internal monologues and like meltdowns. And just listening to Julia being like, look, you're just going to do it. <laughs> you're just yeah. going to do it. <laughs> you're just it's like, there's it. not like, we're not going to question it. We're just going to keep going. And then we start going. And I think me and Adrian and Anita end up in the back and everyone else on our team has, has, way surpassed us yes because i think we were at the point where we we're like fuck this we're quitting and everyone was like you guys go go because it's just making it worse i think it was elizabeth's like i'll wait for adrian <laughs> <laughs> i think also it was like you know it was almost at the, a point where you're just like having your friends supporting you actually was worse yeah. because you just felt really bad at that yeah because yeah, now we're like at the last 10 yes. miles or something and um we're riding up to the finish line you know, Adrian, me, and I think I think Anita was with us, right? And we we were like just well, they, kind no, of they waited. I think she's trying to say they waited for us to cross the finish right. line. We got to, we showed up at the finish line and, and played we're, a special song, and we all went across together. Yes, the whole yes. team waited for us, and yes. I thought that was like the greatest moment ever. It was. And I was like, I think team. of that moment every yeah, time same. I hear Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, because yeah. we were no. singing Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> which whatever song takes you over the finish line is is mm-hmm. whatever song takes you over the finish line. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's I mean, it, w- it was really like, I think this also is really important because Adrian and I have discussed this several times on our podcast is that we never felt like as children that anyone su- like ever showed up for us. Mm. So seeing you guys at that finish line, like knowing that you guys did not cross it without us made me go <gasps> like, I just like, yeah. oh, I'm going to get teary now. Mm. I'm just like that that yeah. feeling was just like and no whoa. one was mad no and i think that's the thing as a woman right you're like especially someone who's had any trauma right you're just like always on alert for yeah. like who's mad because you did something wrong yeah. and like everybody was just like happy to see us yeah <laughs> i mean one thing i would say you know like i know that the road trip thelma and louise are on is a little different but it made me think about biking it made me think about travel and like you know how we do these things to like come to a new place right but, you know, Elizabeth and I did the Ohio trip, right? Five days. We crossed the entire fucking state, like 85. It was miserable. It was awful. But we would have, I would say, no shade to our families, but we'd look at each other and we'd be like, this is better. <laughs> <laughs> Just because at that time, it had been like two years of COVID. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, we really needed this, like, break. And I felt like every, like, you know, couple hours, we're having these, like, big re- re- realizations about life and, like, what we were capable of but the thing that I think is interesting is that like those just fade away 
Like, mm-hmm. like you can't access them forever, though, which is the exact same reason why all of a sudden you're like riding 100 miles by yourself across Virginia. <laughs> right. Because like you can't you may have that realization in a moment. I mean, the biggest one I had was like we were going up this fucking hill. It was like a huge hill. Like in it was Amish like a country. triple tier. Oh. So like you went up this huge hill and then another you're like one. it flat flattened out for like two seconds and then yes. went up another hill. And at this point, we'd already ridden a million miles. It was like day four. You know, Amish like country. An, I was so mad. And like in my head, I was like, I will not ride up another fucking hill on this trip. And then my Mm -hmm. other head was like, but you can't control if there's more hills. (laughs) And it felt so fucking deep. But like, I can't access. We we stopped at the top of the hill and both of us were like, listen, I have some bike philosophy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was I don't mean to tell you this because it's embarrassing. This is our live, laugh, love moment. (laughs) But my question is, is this just me? Can you guys access those lessons that you get from travel or from like long distance biking or for pushing yourself in a way like all the time? You only learn them once, Julia, and you're fine? No, I mean, I <laughs> I don't know. I Teach I just, me. Well, I've been thinking about, like, Amanda and I realized at some point that we became friends through biking. Mm-hmm. Like, we lived together. We Like, we shared an apartment. We were roommates. But, like, we met on Craigslist. We didn't know each yeah. other. That's so sweet. And I think at some point we were like, you like biking? I like biking. Let's and we bike. just, like, started going <laughs> on rides together. And, yeah, like, we really weren't friends before that. Mm-hmm. But the other story that, like, keeps coming to mind because it seems very, like, both supporting each other, mostly Amanda supporting me, and also sort of like Thelma and Louise-ish. Do you know where I'm going with this? Is it Indiana? No. It's even better. (laughs) Then we get two stories. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'll start and you can jump in when it's... So this was probably, I don't know, five years ago. Amanda and I were at this cocktail challenge event where like I was judging. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I was drunk because I had been judging this cocktail event. She and to go like, all the drinks. Hadn't had time to eat anything. And Amanda was drunk because she wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. So, we we're biking home from, I don't know, oh downtown River North or something. We're on Milwaukee. And we were like, we were okay to ride our bikes. We were, we were fine. Like, we were tipsy. We're pros. But we were okay to ride pros. our bikes. We were fine. This, we're on Milwaukee at Ogden, stopped waiting for the light. This guy pulled up beside me. Just like BMW. too close, BMW, too close to me, and startled me, and I like I lost my balance and just like tipped over slightly like, and like but caught myself on the car because he was yeah, that yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. And he got all aggressive. Of course he did. He he he's like, got out of the car. Yeah, he's like, "Are you drunk? You shouldn't I'm be calling b- the biking." Cops. I was like, "No, no, we're not drunk." He lost he, his fucking yeah. mind. He got out, came around, stood in front and of me, and put his hand so in front of her. I couldn't and was go like, anywhere. I'm calling the cops. Oh, he's like, let me just intimidate yeah. this And I bitch. started laughing. I was like, call him if you want. We'll be gone. <laughs> if they show up, we will be gone when they get here. So I think that's when he was like, I'm going to stand in front of you. Yeah. And, and Amanda. Then, so then I like rode my bike around the other side because he had closed his door, his car door. He's at he a red light, by the it. way. But I, mm-hmm. So I go and I open his car door. <laughs> <laughs> in, my, in my mind, I'm like, what can I do to like startle him? And I'm like, oh, I can like open his car door. And like, I didn't know what I was gonna do next, but yeah. I was gonna, like, I was like, but it worked. Car- yeah. Then he like he came freaked over. out because the car started going around him. And I think he felt like yeah, because the-, the light had turned. He yeah. just stopped in the middle of Milwaukee Avenue. Right. This is some real thumb. What happened? Amanda's so gonna steal I, the car. Well, <laughs> well, I took off because I was like, bolted. I was like, I see what Amanda's doing. Like, she was like, no, I told her. I told her. Oh, yeah, so I 
I took off. <laughs> and then I, and I was like, I figured a man would be right behind me, no, but I like. I like I like, he tried to get me like like ride my bike around the back and it, but the car behind him was too close to his car so I like clipped my pedals and I face plant <laughs> and then he's on the phone with the cops he's like one just took off and one just face planted and I was like nope my bike is fucked up I am riding away like I am like boom boom I'm like riding away and I make it home like maybe ten minutes yeah after. I, I was biking home and I like I kept looking back and I was like maybe Amanda took a different route. To, like confuse him so he couldn't follow both of us I don't know she would think of this stuff and she showed up and she's like I mean she had a black eye from this oh I my forgot god about that. oh my god these bitches are wild their, their bike philosophy moments are much different yes. than ours ours is like we can do hard things yes I'm like I mean like, like, will fuck me. someone up for me That's I will I would away. I honestly would for sure. I love that. I'm a fighter. You. Fight, flight, freeze, fight. Mm. She does. <laughs> so, so when you're upset with Amanda, this is when you access that information. You're like, I remember this day. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. Like that. Amanda shows up. I do. I love. <laughs> that is one of my favorite stories. I love that. I forget yeah. about it. It got real Thelma and Louise in that one. It really did. Now I feel like I'm like, oh, I've only helped Adrian with her ex-husband's turtle tank. That's true. <laughs> That's true. No, but I do think from our bike team that like, and by the, when did we start? I was in my late 30s, my mid 30s. I can't do that math. Oh, I, I don't like, know. It's about seven years. 35. Yeah. We've been friends. We have about seven years. Anyway, I do feel like that was the first time in my life life that I really like let people support me and Mm -hmm. like let myself feel very like embarrassed and like like I I tell my son this shit all the time he does not listen to me which is bullshit because I'm the coolest person Mm -hmm. he knows Mm -hmm. literally But I'm like, you know, Max, like it took a lot of guts to show up every time knowing that you were the worst. Like for me, you know, like I'm like, it, totally. like I don't like being the worst at things like at all. And I was like, you know, to keep for me to keep doing it. I had to just be like, these people are they don't hate me. They want to support me like they want me. You know, I think it was like the first time in my life. And I think also because it was like active support you know what I mean like you can see how it's all happening like someone's like do you need to pull over or can I get you something to eat or like mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something funny so you're not thinking about this like it's so much different 12 times I was like Adrian why is your seat so low it's yes. too, it's too you low you need to raise that. your seat you would say that yes and you'd fix it you'd, st- you'd I was stop like, and fix it I would be like Julia because of Elizabeth obviously <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't arrange this fucking seat <laughs> I also didn't arrange the seat I think well, it was just <laughs> slipping down all I think the it was it was like something was wrong with the bike. But wow. <laughs> yes. Still. Yes. Yeah, no, I agree. Active support is a really interesting thing because we don't really talk about that that much. You know, when you talk about friendships, a lot of times you're talking about like, oh, hugs and kisses yeah. and I know how you feel and I have I have to hold space for you, that kind of bullshit. But having someone who's like actively in your life being like, I'm going to pick this up for you. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. going to like adjust your seat. That's a completely different mm-hmm. kind of um, show of love. Well, and I'd always been that person to like everybody else. Right. Not you guys, but like I would. <laughs> you have. I'm just saying you at have. this time in our life, like mm-hmm. I'd always been that for like my kid, my family, like everybody else. I was always the fucking one that was like actively doing things. No one was doing shit for me. Yeah. No. No, I, my friend Carmen, I just had this whole thing because um, so I, Carmen and I have been friends for a long time and she's been going through a lot of stuff over the last few years and she has always like kind of leaned on me for emotional support, which mm-hmm. I love doing because I love her. 
But you know, um, one of the th- she always says to me that she doesn't give me anything back in the same way. But like when I did this ride in Virginia, she like helped set up the hotel room. As a matter of fact, she she like used her points to have have the hotel room. Yeah. She drove me from like to the finish line to from the fin- she picked me up at the finish line. She you know she uh, drove me to my mother's. Like she was really being active in that moment, and I was like, this is this is interesting because I don't. I forget sometimes that other people can help you, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of, to your point about like what you access and what you forget is easily is I forgot that feeling of being that way because it's been a while since we've all ridden a long distance ride because mm-hmm. after COVID things kind of fell apart mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but that's, I mean, what a gift. What a gift that we get to experience and like be part of, you know, and give to each other because I actually really enjoy all of that too, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Really um, I mean, I prefer it when we're going to like Hooters. <laughs> I mean, I said to her, I said, if you, because listen, I've said to all of you, I don't even know if I like biking, but, <laughs> but I said to her earlier, I was like, if you guys want me to ride with you, like there needs to be like a carrot at the mm-hmm. end. Those are my happiest rides when that. like there's something mm-hmm. exciting happen yeah. then I'm like, okay, fine. Cause we're going to go to Hooters. I'm going to get some curly fries once a year. You know, we're going to rock it out and, it lights me up. I man. get it. Yeah. yeah. I would also say about like accessing lessons. I'm sorry. I'm just still on this thing because I, I went when I did my ride in Virginia. I was like, what the fuck is the lesson? You know? Mm. And when I got to like mile <laughs> 85, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember now. I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that that's the lesson? That wasn't that the was lesson. Not the, that was not the lesson. I mean, I'm very glad that I did it. I'm, I'm very proud of myself. It took me a lot of time afterwards. But I think when we did Ohio, Adrian and I did Ohio. We rode 330 miles, right, in these, like, couple of days. And then the first thing that we both said to each other when we came out of, like, a showering and going on our walk to have dinner was we were both like, we're both really fucking fat. Like, to, or to ourselves, not no, to each true. other. No, because right? the way our hotel rooms were set up was, like, if you were in the shower, there were mirrors, like, oh, fucking mm. everywhere. And, you know, we had to wash our legs. That's my worst, you know. You, nobody wants to see me, like, bent over, <laughs> like, washing something, you know. And then you look up, and then you're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. You yes. just bike so far. But yes, yes. it was awful. And, it was and awful. we talked about that, like, because Im- immediately I was like, you know, Adrian, I know we just did this incredible thing, but I'm really fat. And she was like the same thing. And I was like, then we both like kind of had to shake it out of ourselves to be like, I think that's a lesson we learned though. And that stuck that you do. Yeah. Cause I don't think that I feel that, that self. No, we haven't talked to me, that way but in years. Yes. But that was like a big thing because yeah. that was like, here's this incredible feat that two women completely alone with no support and no one there to help us. If something happened, um, Except my, my husband who picked us up. <laughs> the real hero of the trip. <laughs> but that that it was it was like a real kick in the ass of like, wow, you're you two are real dicks to yourself. Yes, you that's know? true. It was that was a big lesson. Yeah. And then I also think like I often actually think about us on that fucking hill. I think about it all the time. I think Ugh. about you guys like waiting for us at the the finish line. And I think that those moments are so dramatic and they're so big that they're easier to access than when I think about like the fact yeah. that I had a baby and I got through a divorce you know <laughs> like, I, Wait, I do what? no this is what I'm saying what? like those yes. are pretty big dramatic things. they are big and dramatic but there are things that I kind of like it's easier for me to brush off whereas like this physical activity is something that alone is, tr- is tr- uh, hard for me to do like mm-hmm. running and being physical is like very 
that's a challenge. Um, so I think those times feel a little bit more movie esque. But no one's making movies about like a sad woman who finds out that her bank account is empty right before she goes on a maternity leave. No one's making that movie. <laughs> well, I think they would make that movie for you, no. especially if you like got a cool car <laughs> and like you know had a cool friend. Like, what do you think your challenge is in accessing those moments? I don't fucking know, you know, because I prefer to revert to my, you know, things where I think bad things about myself. Mm. It's, mm. it's well, no, that is a default. Like if something bad happened or whatever, I would be like, well, this is my fault, you know, for sure. But I think, you know, my real like issue is that like I'll get very existential and there's a very familiar path, a worn path of a spiral down that is always the same stuff, you know, and, and a lot of times once it gets triggered, it's like, OK, I've made all the wrong decisions. Look at all the wrong decisions I've made and how they've turned out. And then, it, you know, I keep mm-hmm. going down to the bottom. <laughs> Going back to the therapy theme a little bit. um, So like yesterday before we watched the movie, I had an EMDR therapy session. And I like I was a little worried just like I was like, I wasn't sure what my brain was going to be doing. Was it your first one? No, it was my third one. Um, So then like it was fine. I watched the movie, enjoyed the movie. And then like I lay down to go to sleep and my brain's like, here are all the things like I had been talking about like family stuff Mm -hmm. it's like here are all the things that you were actually upset about Mm -hmm. and like we did that my brain and I for a little while (laughs) and then it was like but you have these friends who like give you all this stuff and then I just like thought about that for a while and I mean I'm sure the movie helped me but I I don't know. I might have gotten there anyway, but it was it's like, all right, it, it doesn't matter like what your family does or doesn't do. Like you have friends mm-hmm. who like are proud of you and yeah, love you yeah. and support you just all the time. And it it was actually like a really great moment. Aww. Oh, Julia. That makes me I so know. happy. Me too. It also makes me go, well, that's a great point to end on. Aww. So we're going to have to wrap it up, ladies. This okay. is like a great, great episode. As usual, I love being with you too. Wait, 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 wait. Let's wait, talk wait. about what, what, no, oh, no, go ahead. Go no, ahead. please. No, no we're, we <laughs> no. share the same brain. No. I, would, well, I would really love Were you going to ask everybody for this? Yes, okay. ma'am. Go ahead. No. No, you do. No. <laughs> no. One of you fucking say it. Yeah. No. <laughs> so we like it. <laughs> We like to finish up with some final thoughts mm-hmm. and maybe some recommendations for similar films that might have uh, inspired you to do that. In or the like au so we'll of let, road trips. <laughs> we'll let um, Adrian get. We'll we'll start with you. Sure. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Did you see my That's mouth just one. drop to the floor? Yeah. I yeah. was like, you oh. looked very concerned. <laughs> I was like, she is she serious? No, <laughs> no, no. Um, I, you know, to be honest, give me a road trip film. What is one? Oh, a road trip, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, oh, I don't care yeah. about that. Yeah, I don't want that. One. That's men being dicks. No, <laughs> yeah. Jeepers Creepers. That sounds scary. No, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could do Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yeah, you know, two, two, two one food. Listen, yeah. if there's a drag queen, I'm there. Yes, yeah, but also female friendships. What about? Yeah, I was thinking about this. What are, what are some good movies? Well, we we watch Beaches. We can't re-litigate mm, Beaches. No. Um, and I don't know that that was a, a friendship one should aspire to. <laughs> 
you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah. Huh. Uh, do you guys? Because I, I have a couple. Of, Go ahead. My 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 two that I kept thinking about was um, waiting to exhale, which we did last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because those yeah, those were ladies friends. were there, definitely there to support yeah. each other, and I love. Yeah, yeah. I'm always there for any kind of female rage. It's one yeah. of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Things. I mean, yeah. that was great when she yes. beats up the car. Yeah, love and that. my other one, my other one was set it off. Which is you know Queen Latifah, Tifa, yeah. love Latifah, and, yeah, and um, oh my god, I can't remember her name right now. But there are like four bla- uh, four bank robbers that are like they basically Veronica. Oh, what's her last name? Oh, but anyways, one of the characters uh, ends up getting fired from a bank, and then she, they all end up in this janitorial janitorial team. Oh, and they're gonna rob it. Yeah, well, they have this whole conversation of like how the world is fucking them over, and how these men are being shitty to them, and. Um, and they they rob banks. And you know, I this is a real theme. You know, we had nine to five, set it off. Not at all. Nine to five Louise. was great too. But I'm just saying, there's all these like you know men being terrible to women, and this was you know years and years and years ago, and we're just like, well, here we are. We were like relatable. I mean, I think when I watched those movies, I was just like, yeah, this is the way the world is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, not that we should change it. I didn't really think about it. I was just like, yeah, you can't dance with Harlan. That's on you. <laughs> It's not good. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on that note, either one of you. <laughs> I think. What, you got a friendship movie? You got a road trip movie? Man, I don't know. I all all I can. Well, my mind just goes blank when I'm asked to come up with anything. I do that so too. So there's that. But yeah. when you said sister of the sisterhood of the traveling pants, I was wasn't there a movie now and then? Yes. Oh my god, now and Natalie then. Portman. I, right? I want to watch well, that again. Um, yeah. Christina Ricci. Yeah. And um um, th- th- uh, third. Birchwood. Thir- mm-hmm. Irma Birchwood. Oh, all right. Oh, you know, um, Little Miss Sunshine is a good Oh, oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yes. They're in that fucking bus. What yeah. about Book Smart? People, I can, I, I know that people are. That's not a road like, trip movie. It's, it's a not, friendship. It's a friendship movie. It's like a female like friendship. I like yeah. that movie a lot. Like that yeah. movie. Yeah. Amanda, do you have any recommendations? God damn it, Amanda. Think of something. <laughs> I wish you would. I would have taken a note. Friends. <laughs> oh, I have one that no one saw that everyone should see immediately. It's called Brian and Charles. Oh, you love that one. I remember you and Max loved it. So Brian is this guy. He's in like the English countryside and he has, I think he's gotten recently divorced and, you know, he's sad and he's alone. And like one day he starts building this robot mm. and the robot become, and he's, his body is a washing machine and then he has this tiny little head and he puts a, a cardigan on him because they're British, mm. you know, and the robot becomes kind of sentient and he sees like a, a name of an author on a book and then he names himself Charles Petrescu. It's like an inside joke between me and my kid. Anyway, it is the <laughs> sweetest fucking movie. Okay. You will love it and you will cry your eyes out. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Is, are you guys going to watch it or no? I, I already forgot what it's called. Yeah, I was going to say no one looks. <laughs> Brian and Charles. <laughs> Brian and Charles. Okay. Literally no one looks like they're going to watch this. I'll watch, fine. I'll watch it. I will. No, because I wanted to watch yeah. it when it came out. It was um, on something free. Anyone who likes old movies, you can watch any kind of Apple Dumpling Gang. What that the was, fuck is that? <laughs> that was Don Knotts and... Um, Oh, who was? Why is my? T- it, it's been a long day, you guys. Yeah. But they're like two best friends who are like um, cowboys in the western. <laughs> no one has yes. heard of this. Yes. Well, all right. Well, no one fine. ever hears anything that I ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone here of cruising? I all right. We're all still, right. We're still trying to bring cruising back. <laughs> thanks for listening to Don't Ruin This For Me. Special thanks to the Lincoln Lodge and our producer, Christine Ferreira, and our RV-toting tough muffer, Miss Jessica Savage. She's abandoned oh, us to drive around in a fucking we, RV. I know. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, she's our graphic designer. Mm. Anyway, mm-hmm. are you guys looking for more Adrian and Elizabeth? Yes. Always. Always. <laughs> I, I looked at them expectantly. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, I think you're subscribers. Yes. Right. Okay. You can check out our Substack newsletters. Mine's called Where the Fuck's My Happy Ending? And Elizabeth's is called Mixed Race Tape. And you can follow the pod at, on Instagram at Don't Ruin This Pod. Come we back. Posted anything? I know we haven't posted. We're, we're gonna. But wait, you know, once once we start releasing the Elizabeth's episodes, nipples. you guys, we've had we've had a rough <laughs> we've had a rough season. It's true. Okay, come back next week and we'll finally get some boom boom Tom Cruise in the movie Cocktail with our friend Danny Shapiro who owns the uh, Scofla and Moonlighter and lots of like great cocktail places around the city. <laughs> we're gonna learn about cocktails from Tom. <laughs> 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 and from the primary cocktail guy in Chicago. Yes. We love it. And don't forget to support middle-aged women's voices. Obviously, after this episode, you want to. <laughs> you should support us. Um, you can rate and review Don't Ruin This For Me on your favorite podcast app. Drive over the cliff. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm, if you give me that look and say, like, let's go, fine. I'll drive. I, I feel like the four of us, though. We're all definitely going over the cliff. Oh, yeah. right? Wait, who's driving? Oh. Me still? Adrian. I think you yeah. or, or Julia. I yeah. think that was the I right pick. Yeah. We are the responsible yeah. ones. <laughs> <laughs>